Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Solid Ground Podcast. How do you build trust with your remote team? Don't be afraid to get your hands dirty. We take you inside Century's Human Resources Department, where Rob Vinciagura and Nikki Reppy help listeners achieve that goal. When your team sees that you're willing to roll up your sleeves and do something that's not part of your typical job, your team will be more inclined to do the same. Then, hear a story about how account services manager Laura Matern has built trust within her team while working remotely. Now, let's join Rob and Nikki. With the recent increase of employees working from home, leaders have been quickly forced into a new way of overseeing their teams. The style of leadership may not come naturally to some, especially those who are used to seeing their team in person at least a few days a week. Managing a remote team does not mean you can't have a healthy relationship with them. Leaders can successfully build trust with teams and is actually a critical pillar of leadership. When building trust with your team, it's not only important to build trust between you and your team members, but also important to build trust between the team members themselves. First, let's talk about what trust is. It's a verb. The more we do, the more trust we build. What are some of the tangible benefits of having your team trust you? As a leader, building trust with your team will allow you to adapt and redirect your team's efforts, motivate and develop your team, and facilitate communication among the team. One way to do this is to lead by example. If you're responsive and reliable, then your team will be also. Don't be afraid to get your hands dirty. When your team sees that you're willing to roll up your sleeves and do something that's not part of your typical job, your team will be more inclined to do the same. It sounds like leading by example will help create a team culture of trust and predictability. Another way to build trust is through motivation. Know what motivates or drives your team. Doing this will show that you're interested in learning about them as a person and will in turn help you build trust. Examples of things that often motivate employees include promotional opportunities, recognition, achievement, growth, and good relationships. Bottom line, the best way to learn your team's motivations is to ask them. Do you have any suggested strategies on staying in contact with your team? A great place to start is by setting up two weekly team meetings, one at the beginning of the week to discuss goals and deliverables, and another at the end of the week to discuss what was accomplished, what wasn't, and why. It's equally as important to have short weekly one-on-one meetings with each individual team member. What are some ideas for the leader to talk about in such meetings? Individual meetings can be project-specific, You can discuss the progress of the employee's current goals, or they can include career development discussions. Use this time to focus on each employee and what's important to them. What are some meeting don'ts? Try not to cancel or reschedule these weekly meetings with your team unless it's an emergency. Doing so can send a negative message and tell your team that these meetings aren't a priority for you. What are some meeting do's? When having discussions with your team, be transparent. This is always important to do but even more so with remote teams. With everyone working remotely, it can be easy to accidentally withhold information or not provide enough context for your team. How do leaders solve for transparency? Over-communicate. Go out of your way to share information so that nothing comes as a surprise. When information comes from you, it shows that you trust your team, and in turn, they'll be more inclined to trust you. Talk about the importance of trust between one team member and another and how to foster those relationships. Trust within your team is important because it creates individual accountability, cultural awareness, mutual respect, and builds a feeling of community and reciprocity. What are some ways that leaders can build trust between each individual? One way is to help the team see that their team members are competent. A great way to do this is to openly promote each team member's strengths. 
point out what they bring to the team and how their contributions will help make the team successful. I also find that working closely with my coworkers helps me to trust them more. That's collaboration. Another great way to build trust within your team is to encourage them to work together and collaborate. When working remotely, collaboration often isn't as natural. What are some tips for overcoming those natural barriers and fostering collaboration among remote employees? One idea is to pair different team members up on projects and encourage them to communicate over video chat instead of email. Allow time for your team members to get to know each other as people, not just coworkers. One suggestion is to create a group chat in Teams, which will help them get to know each other over common interests and fun content. I'd like to interject that part of the reason why I trust my manager so much is because she consistently and constantly shares accurate information that's valuable. It's important to share information openly amongst the entire team, unless it's confidential, of course. For example, if one team member goes part-time for a while, this should be communicated to the entire team. However, the reason why the team member went part-time should remain confidential. This will allow the entire team to be aware of the new situation and not have any questions. To summarize everything we've just discussed, leading by example, motivating your team, staying in contact with them, and fostering trust within your team will build relationships that are truly on solid ground. Our special guest on this episode of the Solid Ground Podcast is Laura Matter, who will share her story of building trust among her remote team. And then when this COVID-19 nonsense all popped up, it was, okay, how do I get everybody ready to work at home? I've had a couple people who have already had laptops. I had one um, where we could work at home um, and have done it before, like on a one-off basis. Um but then I had to get laptops for everybody, make sure that worked, make sure they their technology worked. Um, it took a couple, good two weeks to get everything in play. So we did it in stages. But they all know what their role is. And even we try to keep it as though we were in the office. Um, I try to meet with them at least once a week through Skype or Teams or something like that and say, hey, how's everybody doing? Even if it's just a, a Skype conversation amongst everyone. Hey, anybody need anything? How's it going? No, we're doing good. How, you know, how's the kids? How's the dogs? Whatever. We send each other, you know, funny little jokes or something silly that happened or whatever. So we're, we try to keep it as though we're in the office. Before we leave you, Nikki would like to offer one personal development opportunity. We encourage you as a leader to ask one of your team members one step that you can take to improve the way you lead the team. Thank you for listening to the Solid Ground Podcast. We encourage you to download our supplemental materials. Until next time.